Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. You might think that when you're an actor to be in a role that sends you instantly into fame around the world is a good thing. Think Mark Hamill in Star Wars, though. Think about perhaps any of the guys who've played James Bond. Now think about Robert Pattinson, who shot to fame playing a vampire in the Twilight series. Of course, the problem is, once those series are finished, what else can you do because quite often Hollywood will see you as one thing and continually cast you as one thing, which was one of the things that makes the movie Good Time intriguing, for it stars Robert Pattinson, and unless I'm very much mistaken, Alex First, he's not a vampire. No, really? What a revelation. Hey, hey, I'm with it here. I'm on the ball. The idea of typecasting, it can actually work for you or against you. I mean, I, I suppose that... I look at an actor like Daniel Day-Lewis, and I, I wouldn't say he's typecast, but, you know, he's got that idea of earnest down pat. Mm. And he doesn't make many movies, but people seek him out. Look how successful he has been at the Oscars. Look how much of a recluse he has been. So it can work for you or it can work against you. And, yeah, sometimes, I mean, if you play an iconic role, I mean, James Bonds are a good example of that. Can you be taken seriously beyond that? Look, Robert Pattinson has, like the co-star in the Twilight series, Kirsten, Kristen Stewart. I, I've got a friend of mine, by the way. I did this last week with Banky, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> did. Kristen Stewart. I've got a friend who's, who's no, no, Kirsten's. Oh, I'm getting totally confused. Uh, oh, He's really? He's lost it completely. No, no, no. Well, Robert Pattinson has, with Good Time, which is this movie that we're going to talk about today, really moved so far away from, you know, this tween idol. I mean, it, he shines in this tense and grungy drama in which everybody is on edge. And following the mind-bending movie Heaven Knows What, the directors Josh and Benny Safdie, by the way, Josh also wrote the screenplay for Good Time with Ronald Bronstein, they return to the mean streets of New York City with this hypnotic crime thriller. I like the genre. I really do. It explores with bracing immediacy the tragic sway of family and fate. So you've got this botched bank robbery. Lands this vulnerable younger brother, whose name is Nick, played by Benny Safdie, who, as I say, one of the directors as well. It lands him in prison. Now, a small-time hustler, Constantine or Connie Nickus, played by Pattinson, then embarks on this twisted odyssey through the city's underworld, through New York City's underworld. And Connie's plunged into this puzzling labyrinth that is the underworld in an increasingly desperate and dangerous attempt to free the only family that he has, namely his brother. 
And over the course of one adrenaline-fused night, Connie finds himself racing against the clock to save Nick and himself, knowing both their lives hang in the balance. As the city conspires against him, Pattinson's breathless portrayal of Connie's mounting desperation infuses the story with pace and energy. And he plays it brooding, peroxided bangs, sporting oversized hoodies and a tough Brooklyn accent. Well, that's worlds away from the British prep school upbringing that he's had. Mm. Right. And I mean, that really is acting. So the Safties have clearly been inspired by urban thrillers uh, like those that have been put together by Sidney Lumet and and Martin Scorsese, William Friedkin. I mean, they're the sorts of I suppose they're the, the inspirations for this. And Josh Safdie says that they're obsessed with the characters who live in the present. That's he and his brother. Sort of times the enemy always. Our characters never know what the next day or even the next hour might bring. These are forgotten, overlooked people could disappear in a second, which is part of their beauty and allure. There you go. That's a quote from one of the directors, Josh Sabti. And as I say, his brother is one of the stars of this piece. What a matchup! And what a tea, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Now, I thought that Robert Pattinson was terrific. I mean, it really was very, very strong. And the it's this sort of take-no-prisoners mentality that's inculcated into the screenplay. Relentless, pulsating score sets the scene for the action. You know virtually from the outset this can only end badly. Yet you've got no idea what's going to happen next. It's the sort of movie where you're left to shift uncomfortably in your seat. And it is a breakout performance by Robert Pattinson. It ensures that we, the audience, feel the edginess, the desperation that his character brings to the fore. And I've mentioned Ben Safdie a few times. He's excellent as Connie's mentally challenged brother. In a slow and deliberate performance, you can actually see the wheels, his wheels in motion. Nick trying to make sense of the world around him. Also features Jennifer Jason Lee. She does independent, obtuse movies well. It fortunately doesn't try to wrap everything up into a neat package. It, it remains unkempt until the final credits and even as they roll through. Some might find that disappointing, but I didn't because it's very much in keeping with the haphazard nature of the material presented. Simply says to me, decisions have consequences even if you cannot pick exactly what those consequences will be. Really powerful score by a, well, I've not heard of, of them, them, him. I've got no idea. One O tricks point never. There you go. One O tricks point never. Oh, there's Don't something to look up later. <laughs> Sorry? There's something to look up later. Yeah, exactly. O-N-E-1-O-O-H-T-R-I-X, of course. One O tricks point never. We've given them enough and have a plug. Sounds, sounds like a really dodgy radio station, but anyway. <laughs> There's evocative cinematography from Sean Price Williams, and as I say, Jennifer Jason Lee. Watch out for her. This is a really good movie. Good time. I mean, it's it's different, very different. 
Seven and a half out of ten. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.